quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here today. I wanted to talk about how we repair when we've done something that we regret doing with our children. And I think this happens all the time and this is part of life and this is part of being a person is making mistakes. And one of the best things we can do is repair and apologize and admit complete wrongdoing. And I know that's hard because probably our parents didn't do that for us. And often when they made mistakes, they went unnoticed or unrecognized or nobody took responsibility for them and they were just assumed to be okay. But I think a a really important lesson for our kids is to point out wrongdoing when we do it, as opposed to pointing out wrongdoing when they do it, we can call ourselves out and this will show them that they also should apologize for their own wrongdoings and they should take responsibility. So if we want to teach our kids to take responsibility for their own actions, we have to take responsibility for our own actions. And it's very simple. I think once we've done something wrong, which I've done something wrong time and time again. And um, one of the one things that I really struggle with as a parent was yelling. And every time I yelled, I felt this deep remorse and shame and I couldn't get out of it. And it got in my way so much that I couldn't apologize 
And it became this place where I couldn't be humble enough to apologize. And I think part of it was that I felt so bad about my transgressions that I sat in my sorrow and I sat in my guilt instead of trying to repair. So learning to repair has been a big step for me. And I don't know if there's others out there who struggle with repairing or struggle with yelling, but I think the first step is just to say, that must have really scared you or that must have been really hard when I was mean. I'm really sorry. I did the wrong thing and there's no excuse. And I'm so sorry that I made you feel bad. And when we can take complete responsibility, then we let our child know that the way they're feeling isn't wrong or isn't, you know, unfounded. I often hear parents, and I've done this to say, I'm sorry, but you did X, Y, and Z that made me mad. And when we give that kind of apology, first of all, it's not even an apology. It's a justification. It's a saying like, oh yeah, I I shouldn't have yelled, but it was still your fault. And we shouldn't yell. We definitely shouldn't yell because there's, there's no reason to, it doesn't help anything. And a, a lot of people will say, well, don't we need to tell our children that we're angry and upset when they do something? Our children know, our children know that what they've done wasn't correct. They know morality and they learn morality as as soon as 18 months. And so they don't need to necessarily be told that they're making us upset. They know what they've done is wrong. But when we can stay calm, that's like the ultimate. But when we can't, we're obligated to make a repair with them. And that repair is very simple. It's just a simple, I'm sorry. I take full responsibility. This is not your fault. Even if our child has some culpability in it, we need to take responsibility for our part. Them taking responsibility for their part, that's their work and they will get there over time. Have you ever felt alone in your parenting as if you were the only one struggling? I know I've been there and finding like-minded individuals has helped me navigate the murky waters of parenting with intention and peace. For this reason, I've created the Peace and Parenting community and beginning January 17th, you can be part of our new membership. Each week, I'll be providing you with parenting strategies. I will host two live and Q&As each month and supply you with lessons, PDFs, and support materials. It's only $17 a month during our presale, which ends January 24th. Take advantage now by going to the peaceandparentingla.com forward slash membership site and get all the details. I look forward to seeing you at our first live Q&A. Often if Esme and I have our kerfuffle and I do something wrong and I yell and she's yelled first or she's done something wrong first, I ignore that. And I say, Esme, I'm so sorry. I got upset. I am really, really didn't need to get upset and and I should have tried to stay calm. She will immediately say, mom, I'm so sorry too. I shouldn't have been so upset. I shouldn't have said those mean things. And so that's living in a, that's living in a real relationship, a reciprocal relationship. We're forgiving one another. We're having a hard time and we both are taking responsibility for our part in that hard time. With little kids, they might not do that. They might not be able to do that. Or if they haven't been apologized to a lot, or if they haven't seen someone take responsibility, then they don't know how to take responsibility yet. So 
give them that time, but you can apologize time and time again. You can come with all of your big and adult mentality and saying, I'm going to take responsibility for the things that I've done. And I am going to take the culpability because I know this part, this yelling, this upsetness, this transgression is my fault. And I'm not going to focus on what they've done or how to teach them what they've done is wrong. I'm going to focus on just what I've done wrong. So we just say to them, I'm so sorry I did X, Y, and Z. That was not fair. It must have not felt good for you. It must have been really hard for you. We can really just relinquish them feeling bad about the situation. And if you do this enough, they will come around. They will apologize to you, but you might have to do it 350 times before you see the fruits of your labor, but that's okay. That's part of learning. And remember, they have a very inexperienced and immature prefrontal cortex. And that that's part of them learning how to develop their judgment and their thinking and their reasoning is by also growing up that prefrontal cortex. And this is just part of it. And us being there to model what a good apology looks like, what culpability looks like, what taking responsibility for actions looks like, they will eventually get there. Remember, 80% of what children learn is what's modeled to them. So you're modeling all kinds of amazing things. You're also modeling the idea that perfectionism is not the preferred method, that perfect is not what we're looking for. And we show that to them because we show them how imperfect we are and that this is just part of life, that we make mistakes and that those mistakes are okay because we're going to take responsibility for those mistakes. We're going to be really honest with the person that we've made the mistake with and we're going to move forward. And so if we can teach them that through our actions, they will reciprocate eventually. So keep this in mind. And also in in all of this, don't beat yourself up. I know I've spent many hours and a lot of time beating myself up for yelling and beating myself up for saying the wrong things. And certainly we don't want to do those things. But when we can pull ourselves out of that more quickly, then we can come back to our parenting more centered and and not in a place where we're self-loathing because that's a really hard place to parent from. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here. If you want to find me on YouTube, you can. I have a new YouTube channel, so please find me there. I would love to see you in my private membership class. I would also love to see you in one of my online courses or just find me on Instagram or my private Facebook community. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you guys next time on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. Podcast.